Welcome to Women Who Sarcast. I'm Kathy Barron. I'm Shailani Alec. What's up, Shay Dizzle? What's up? How goes it over there in it's... Zoom land? Sorry. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Tired of Zooming. <laughs> <laughs> well, you had a great idea for this episode. You want to share it with the world? Uh, Yeah. Ironically, uh, <laughs> isn't it ironic? <laughs> Don't you think? I, speaking of uh, Zoom and just getting burnt the f out on it, I was thinking it would probably be interesting to talk about how there's this struggle right now to connect in a hyper-connected world, mm. um, and maybe we could just kind of unpack, unpack, bring it all down. <laughs> I don't even know. Okay, side note, I don't even know why <laughs> using that phrase kind of bothers me. I mean, like, I get it, but I feel like it's it's starting to go on that borderline of, like, getting used too much. <laughs> You're not talking about? Like, some phrases are like, all right, I could, keep, <clears throat> I could keep saying that, but then all of a sudden it gets, you know, overused and you're like... Like the word Ooh. normalize? Yes. Yeah. Is there another one? Narrative. Narrative. Like any kind of businessy buzz phrase, right? But it just seems like it's expanding beyond business. It's like on social media. Yeah. You see it everywhere. Let's change the narrative. Let's normalize. Let's break it down. Is <laughs> that gonna get added to the list now? Break it down. Break it down. <laughs> What was I saying? Or we could do this one. Something. Something. Oh, God. So you were saying how to stay connected in a... Yeah. Highly connected world? Yeah, like in this hyper-connected world that we live in. Um, hyper meaning like social media and virtually and... You know, the virtual part of it definitely got ramped up last year. Right. So, you know, I can't believe that this year is already over. Honestly, I'm, it just blows my mind how it's already December. Mm-hmm. And it just, it's like, where did the rest of the year go? Yeah. And it's like, sometimes when I'm in the moment, it seems to go slow. But then here we are. It's already going to be 2022. So it's like... For reeky deeky. I know. Well, I mean, hopefully, let's see, like 2020, for the most part of it, was like just trying to uh, deal with the reality of what had happened, right? It was like the shock year. And then 2021 was like, all right, this ain't going anywhere. So let's try to sort out like how we're going to do. So things started to hopefully level out a little bit. So now I'm kind of curious, like, what's 2022 look like? We're walking into it with still the same level of uncertainty, but now we're, like, used to a year of uncertainty. But then there's still <laughs> yeah. this challenge of, like, well, what are we going to do? Are we still going to be, like, 2021? Are we going to, you know, what do we know now that we didn't know last year going into another year of uncertainty? Well, I mean, and then there's a new variant. I think that's going to be just an ongoing thing as far as the COVID pandemic thing. It's just going to, it's not going anywhere. It's just going to keep changing and just be at certain degrees. In my official scientific opinion, it's just going to be at different levels of, I don't know, danger or 
whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, hopefully every year that passes, it'll won't be as bad. Like with these boosters. I mean, we basically like the flu shot that we get every year now, you can call that a booster, right? I mean, yeah. it's like this, it's this thing you got to get to deal with any versions of this thing out there. Um, we're just at the early stage. We've never, ever been really at the beginning of what the flu shot situation looked like because mm, it's already been happening, right? Yeah. So this is just, we just happen to be at the, at the start of a different type of thing. So with all that knowledge, we can go into the new year with this way to connect with others beyond the virtual social media world. Yeah. Tell us about it, Shailani. Well, for one, I don't think Zoom is going to go away. So you get to see this loveliness, <laughs> but not have to like deal with it in person. <laughs> and for those that can't see Shailani, would you like to describe what you're pointing to, Shailani? Yeah, let me let me get up close to the camera. Look, okay. See that? You People see that? That, that are listening can't see it. <laughs> Can you describe it, Shailani? Yeah, I, I can describe it. Like I have right now because I didn't really get proper sleep last night. I know you heard that like 20 times as we've been on the phone. But I ended up putting these eye mask things underneath, which shout out to Socorro. Thank you for my uh, anti-aging under under eye pad <laughs> can't even see it it's for those un involuntarily black eyes yeah like big old bags and puffiness and mm-hmm. you know this and that right um, anyway is it cucumber no it's like vitamin c and retinol does it have caffeine because sometimes those have caffeine to help with your puffy eyes Probably. Let me just pour my coffee like on my <laughs> right. face. Let me do that and like pour my coffee on my face. Okay, I'm derailing. I'm derailing. So so what we're gonna talk about maybe today, Kathy, that would be good is just to understand like, okay, what does it mean to be hyperconnected? What are some things that we could do? How did we even get here? Like mm-hmm. let's understand how we even got here. It's like an S bar. What's our situation? <laughs> What's our background? Do an assessment. Is this like a PSDA or PDSA or whatever the hell it's called? PDCA. (laughs) PDSA. Pick your choice. Anyway, and then we'll just uh, we'll just chat about what that means to to get us through 2022. You know, we got to figure out something, and uh, you know, it has gotten a little better. Is there something that you did in 2021 that helped you that you that was different than what you, you know, what you learned something in 2020, you applied it in 2021. So anything come to mind? Um, I learned that I could stay in my house for three days and not go outside and I'm totally fine with it. <laughs> Talking about connectivity. <laughs> like, let me run the other I was direction. like, oh, this isn't so bad. But I mean... Yeah, it's probably not healthy for me to do that on many levels, but I realize that I'm okay with it. So, and I think also just realizing that my time and energy is precious and spending it with the people and the tasks or the, you know, it doesn't even have to be around people. It's just how I spend my time. 
Yeah. I've learned to kind of set boundaries and take care of myself a little bit better. Agreed. So about you, what did you learn? Same thing. I could totally hide out and not open my front door for like, I think the longest I went, well, 2022 was probably the record longest, right? Because that was everybody like, oh my God, like just stay in place. 2020. I'm sorry, 2020. Yeah. But in 2021, uh, I think the longest I went without going out my front door was four days. Mm -hmm. And I've been noticing over the last, I'd say four months, I've been checking my mail like less frequently. Like usually that would be something to get me out the door. Yeah. But now it's like, oh, I don't give a shit what's in my mail. (laughs) Because it's mostly crap anyway. So, Well, the way I could tell how long it's been, I think I might have mentioned this before, is like how many mailers, weekly mailers are in the box. Mm -hmm. I'll be like, oh, last, last, what's today? So like probably like a few days ago, I checked my mail. Mm-hmm. I had four mailers. That's a month. Oh, like the weekly ones? The weekly mail, like the you weekly junk mail? In a month. <laughs> okay, I'm not that bad because my mailbox is like right at the end, at the bottom of my steps into my house, oh, into the house. Yeah. So it's pretty easy just to kind of check it real quick. But yeah. Yeah. No, no I'd probably be the same way. It's like... No one sends me mail. Really? Yeah. I'm gonna send you mail now. But you said <laughs> Well, I sent you some postcards. I don't know if you. No. Ever, I don't know if you ever got them. I do, but okay. like that's why sometimes, like when you chat, you send a message to me, and you're like, "Hey, did you get my postcard?" I'm all like, "Oh, I should go check the mail." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, I got See, it. It doesn't really help if I have to like text you that I sent you <laughs> something in the mail. It's kind of like that doesn't quite make sense. <laughs> Because I may as well just text you. I'll be better. <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> back on track. I'm like way all over the place derailing us. Um, but anyway, I want what I wanted to do just to give a little bit of like context around this because it was just curious to me. I was like, okay, so here's this new term, not new term, but g- getting used a little bit more about hyperconnectivity. What does it mean and how did we even get here? So like you said, like, what, you know, what does it mean? It's this idea of this technology improving so much that um, we've almost kind of replaced, we, we unknowingly, right, replaced connections, these virtual connections with what our physical and in-person um, ones have been. So it's like this misperception of really having these quick touch points equaling meaningful connections. And that's just not, you know, when you're caught up in the middle of it, you don't realize it. And then when you finally stop to think about it and you realize how long you've been doing it, then you're like, holy crap, like that's a problem. Like you were saying today, like, man, it's already December. How did that happen? And when, if I were to look back in December and think of how many people did I see and actually like touch and hold and hug probably less than 10, Mm. I'd say. Hmm. 10 unique people, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) You're a freak. Anyway, I'm just kidding. Uh, but but anyway, so I, I was doing a little bit of research and I came across this article. Um, what is this woman's name? I should know her name, but uh, but she wrote a book called True Companions. Um, and it focuses on the the wonders of uh, of digital connection. 
and the replaceable and the irreplaceable value of analog companionship, which I thought was a really interesting term, analog companionship versus um, digital connection. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it makes sense. And they're not brand new words, but to hear it in that context is kind of like, oh, light bulb. In the in this article, uh, this excerpt, there's really like a chapter out of that book. It says that around, I'm just going to read it because it's, I can't summarize it better. So I'll just read it. Um, and it says around 2012, something happened to teenagers in the United States. For two consecutive decades, their reported levels of happiness had been increasing and suddenly the trend reversed direction. At the same time, rates of reported loneliness and depression spiked with a 50% increase in teenagers hospitalized for suicidal thoughts between 2008 and 2015. So that's like, what, seven years? Mm-hmm. Yeah, seven years. This kind of sudden decline in teen mental health has happened before, but always in connection to a major cultural upheaval or a cataclysmic global event. That's a big word. It is a big word. Careful. Yeah, Don't is. hurt yourself. Hello. Ooh, watch out. <laughs> um, so... So what was the most significant cultural revolution of 2012 is what this article is saying. It says for the first time, more Americans owned a smartphone than did not. Mm. Around the same time, social media became the go-to method for congregating and communicating amongst adolescents. The digital connection quickly began replacing analog companionship. I didn't realize it was that long ago, 2012, like at the height of it. Does it feel like it? That it was that long ago? Yeah. Um, I mean, 2012 is a long time ago. Ten years we've been living like this is, is yeah. kind of the, the point, right? Um, yeah, I guess that makes sense. It just seems like with each generation, they're more technologically dependent. And, you know, just going to a restaurant or observing kids, it's like they're always on their phone or they're always on YouTube. Yep. You know, it's... And you can even watch YouTube on your TV. Yes. Because now there's smart TVs that connect you to YouTube and it's just... The YouTube. <laughs> so that's all they... I mean, YouTube, they use it as a search engine to look up things. Yeah, so that's kind of changed. Yeah, it's their new Ask Jeeves. Remember Ask Jeeves? Yes, I do. (laughs) (laughs) I loved it. That was like revolutionary. I was like, back in the day, have my own butler, and it's almost (laughs) kind of not racist, but kind of like it's just like this elitist, like oh Jeeves, Mm -hmm. get me this info, whatever. But yeah, I guess, yeah. So let me just read a little bit more of this article because it was, it was kind of uh, interesting to me. So this uh, this other section, says, this is the writer talking about the author of this book. I don't believe these technologies have created our, lone, our loneliness. And this is kind of getting to the point you just made. Rather, I think we have created these technologies out of our loneliness. In an attempt to fix our ordinary loneliness, we gathered a digital crowd. But the digital crowd is leaving us more isolated than ever. And this is confusing to us. Because when we maintain a bunch of Snapchat streaks, we feel momentarily accepted, like we really fit into this world. And it's it, it, the the context of that last line is like this author was talking about how, um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, her daughter, she was at the store with her daughter and she was in the toy section and she had grabbed those, the magic eight ball. Mm-hmm. 
And she flipped the magic eight ball and it said yes. And so the, the mom was like, well, would you ask it? And the daughter was like, oh, I just asked if I fit in this world. She's like this eight-year-old kid or 10-year-old kid. That's a pretty deep question. Well, it's a good thing the eight ball said yes. (laughs) (laughs) Dang. (laughs) You have some issues if it's all like, I don't know. Or what is it? It's like, Uh, yes, no, maybe. um, Answer's cloudy. (laughs) Right. That's right. (laughs) Answer's cloudy. Whatever. Uh, Ask another question. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So jacked. Oh, okay, so, boy. So, so just one last kind of quote from this article and then we could wrap we could move on but um it's she started the mother the author right was like oh you know she's thinking about it the whole day so she goes home and she's baking cookies and it was like this weird kind of like transition to how she thought about it but she was baking these chocolate chip cookies and she started to think about oh these chocolate chip cookies are like these digital connections but really what's the core of what's keeping it together are in this recipe are the eggs and that's our analog companionship right it's like the chocolate chips might taste really good momentarily and they feel good in your mouth and they add this nice flavor but you couldn't really have a cookie unless you had the dough and the eggs and all these things that are foundational right Mm. so she says i would want her as a mom (laughs) (laughs) like dang why we go can i just eat this damn cookie you gotta like analyze it (laughs) bake the damn thing i'm hungry (laughs) I don't need no science lesson with baking cookies, okay? I know. And I was like, and it, it looked weird in the article, but when she brought it all together, I was all like, all right, that might be a little bit of a stretch, but it kind of makes sense. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so in it, she says, the recipe of life, here we go, it's all woo-woo here. The recipe of life doesn't, you know, it doesn't really work very well. The digital crowd brings with it the thrill of discovering you fit in from a distance, Whereas analog companionship brings with it the challenges figuring out how to fit together up close and personal. Mm. That's, I mean, you know, we're experiencing that right in 2021 as we were slowly, you know, just getting back into society with vaccines and all that other stuff and just having more safety precautions. Wasn't it awkward to like, it just felt like you had to relearn how to interact with somebody in person. Right. And that's where all the social anxiety comes in for the kids as well because they're right. so used to having a screen in between them and the other person that, you know, they don't want to get on a bus. They don't want to go to school. They don't want to hang out with friends in person. Right. So, yeah, it's, you have to, and even for me, it's like when I'm in my house for three days straight without seeing anybody, going out into the world, is it just, there's just, a, it's just a weird feeling. And... You know, it's like, oh, yeah, this is how it feels. <laughs> you know, it's, weird. it's just weird. You know? It's like familiar but foreign all at once. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's just um, trying to get used to what's happening and the people around you. And and it's not that I have FOMO. I, don't, I mean, I don't really miss anything going on. Um, to be honest, but, but just being outside in the environment and, you know. Yeah. Well, I think, I think too, it's, it's also not so much not having FOMO, but not realizing you didn't have as much FOMO as you thought, right? Mm -hmm. Like you you could do without it. Like, I don't need to 
hang at the bar every Friday night, or I don't need to always, um, you know, be around people or, you know, if I, it's okay to be at home on a Friday night, it's okay to just kind of veg on the couch and do you instead of like having somebody take your time. Um, and it's not that it was like bad that somebody took your time like that. What's make, what makes life fun, but I guess it's just kind of finding that, that balance. Mm -hmm. Right. So anywho. Yeah. Um, it's that balance of, I want to be in my house by myself all week <laughs> to, Oh my God. And then it's the holidays, you know, and it's like yeah. the holidays are different this year than last year. People are actually getting together for, you know, any holidays that they celebrate. So, but I'm still gun, gun shy a little bit with the larger gatherings because yeah. for, you know, whatever reason, because you just don't know. Yeah. Big gatherings are not, I'm still a little bit hesitant, but I also don't want to be too, shelled up because it's you know you got to ease into these things i guess yeah a little bit the other thing that you know that made me think about this is like all right well this is you know where we're at right now so you know do i have to relearn how to have my relationship with technology like what what are some things to do and i think we've talked about this before where um you do things like limit your screen time and you know put the phone down at a certain time or just be very conscious of not having to um mindlessly scroll through things or use up a lot of time just you know searching for like every time you touch technology have it be like a meaningful mm -hmm. connection or like a purposeful connection and then put it down that's too hard don't they have like <laughs> timers that you can set for different apps or something yeah i haven't Where quite it shuts looked down. into that yeah you mean like it'll shut down the app it won't let you like, even like you it? said it for okay i want to be on this app for an hour or oh. So then it, like when an hour's up, but I don't know if you can do that for your actual phone. See, this is how techno technologically ignorant I am of certain things. <laughs> but yeah, I think for me, probably in the last couple of months, I've been doing my best to like sit and read for a while. And, it, and it's not just, my eyes have gotten worse, my opinion. I mean, I get my eyes checked every year and they don't seem to get worse, but you know, screen time all the time isn't good for your eyes. Yeah. And, you know, with working from home, it's hard to separate and I'm still struggling with that even after how many, a year and a half or more of trying to figure that out. But I'm okay with not going back to work <laughs> to the office anyway. But yeah, just resting your eyes and giving it, reading a book instead of reading it on the screen, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah, that reminds me, I, these glasses are actually, they don't have any grade in them. Because there's the other thing too, is I, like close up, I can't wear my glasses. I have to take them off now because I'm getting old, whatever. But these ones have like the blue light. Oh yeah, like, yeah, filter. I have those too, yeah. And it really, you know, like even just putting them on right now, they really make a difference. Like, I, I don't feel like my eye is as strained. Mm -hmm. um, I ended up getting a new monitor, too, that's, like, curved. And I noticed an immediate difference with that as well, too. So just, you know, these little things that we could do to self-care. Interesting to about self -care. the curved. Is that the purpose of it? Yeah, something about, like, your well, your eye is round. So when you do it like this, like, your eye doesn't have to, like, look at it flattened. It mm -hmm. just, it helps kind of have that... Uh, 
more dimension, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Best Buy has been my best friend lately. <laughs> I was getting off so cheap. So I bought it like a few weeks at this monitor and I was like, oh, well, you know, I might go on sale. I'll just like do a price adjustment or whatever. Because I ended up redoing my whole office situation. I am so cheap that like every week I'll look up like the stuff I bought to see if it got cheaper and cheaper. No lie. I went to Best Buy almost every day last week with my receipts. Hey, can we price adjust this? Oh, hey, can we price adjust this? They must it love was, you. I know. They were nice. Well, I they have to because, you know, customers like you. Whatever. I wasn't nice. I was helping them. I had all of my documentation ready. <laughs> yeah, I, I, like, had my screenshots. <laughs> I was like, see this line item? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can you, can you like, refund me? Because I know you need to. Re- and then I found this one item. It went down $5. And I was like, and the guy was like, oh, I can't really find the receipt. And I go, I can't really find it either. So we're standing there like looking on both of our ends. Like I'm looking at my email. He's looking in the system. And at the end of it, he was, he was like, Oh, this it's like a $5 difference. He's like, and he was getting ready to do it. And I was like, okay, dude, like we just, we already wasted way too much time for $5. Like, <laughs> that's fine. Yeah. So like, I'm sorry. I wasted your time. $5. <laughs> Let me give you $5. For $5 is like 500 to you. I know. Why? Jesus, why am I so cheap? (laughs) Anyway. All right. So, okay. All of that to say, you know, self-care, take care of yourself. But like, you know, let's, let's like really, I really wanted to talk to you more about like the fun stuff. Like what could we do in 2022 to now that we have all this knowledge, what's something different we could do? to deal with this hyperconnectivity issue or whatever you want to call it. It's not necessarily an issue, just a thing. Um, and how can we make 2022 better? Mo better for Mo us. better. Mo <laughs> money, mo better. So like the first thing is you're, al- you know, you're already doing it. It's like going analog, right? Like write a letter, drop a postcard mm-hmm. in the mail. Find a pen pal. Remember those? <laughs> Start a chain letter. Oh, do you remember those yeah oh my god bring the chain letter back <laughs> that's your call to action, call to action. start a chain letter within your family i'm sure they would love it then you won't Spread be invited to anything home. see it worked <laughs> you're helping out the post office you're helping out humanity um, care packages are kind of, you know, you can do, you don't even have to spend money for those things, right? It could be everything from like handmade items, like write a poem, draw mm-hmm. a picture, share a recipe card, do, you know, whatever. Um, make a puzzle. Yeah, you can make, that's what you're getting for Christmas, Kathy. I'm gonna make you a puzzle. Great, <laughs> I can't wait. I still have that flip book kit, which is actually holding up my computer right now. I still have yet to do that to create a flip book, but it's right here. Remember I got that kit years ago? Well, it was like months ago, but. What would be your, um, your topic or your, uh. See, that's the problem. I'm not a drawer. I'm like a stick person drawer. Yeah. So it would definitely have to be a stick person. I had a couple ideas, but you know, I never write them down, but I'm, I have, I'm having that creator's syndrome of 
perfectionism because I want to do it right. I want to do it well. I'm not a drawer. So right there, I have one strike against me. It's okay. It's what you make it. It's okay to be messy. Clearly, you can see what's going on back here. It's okay to be messy. <laughs> There's, I was also thinking too, like last, when I was just thinking more about this last night, um, these, this idea of like a care package and how cheap I am and not wanting to spend money. What else could I, you know, send? And, and, and there's like, you know, usually during the end of the year and then spring, right? People go through like a purge and whether you're like going through your books and trying to purge or like your old CDs. Oh my God, mm-hmm. your uh, Columbia House BMG collection, right. whatever. <laughs> you know, you could send, you could share that with people. It's people do that all the time with like little, you know, neighborhood libraries. Like you could just do it, you know, over the mail mm-hmm. if you wanted to. Yeah, I bought a ton of postcards last year with the intention of mailing them out to people. And, you know, it didn't. I think I mailed a couple out. I mean, I mailed out quite a few in one sitting, but and then that was it. So I have a ton of postcards from that whole idea. Um, And I also wanted to support the post office on top of it, but... It's hard to do go from digital back to analog because digital is so like right now. It's like instant gratification now. I can send an email and they'll get it like instantly. Or I'll call them or I'll text them or FaceTime or whatever because it's like right then. You know? Yeah. So it's hard to go back to the old days of Pony Express with your little satchel on the side on your horse. Yes. Kathy riding on her horse. Giddy up. Your little mail bag. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. One other thing too that I thought was kind of interesting, speaking of mail as just a way of connecting that's not digital, um, is playing a game with someone over mail. Have you heard of that before really? No, but I could see that, yeah. Like a chess game, you know, you send your move. Tic-tac-toe. Yeah, tic-tac-toe. <laughs> but it'd be faster to just text it, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That'd be one long game of tic-tac-toe. <laughs> but it's fun because if you get into, because the thing is it'll force you to get into a rhythm too, right? So mm-hmm. like that kind of, that behavioral change is really what we're trying to do. Like you bought all these postcards and you intended to do it, but it was like so much all at once. You're just like, whoa, let me just, you know, let me pace it out. It's one of the people that I work with now, he's always reminding me because when I say it, you'll understand why he reminds me, but he's like, Shehani, it's a marathon, not a sprint. <laughs> I'm like, I hate when people say that. I know. But so it's I like I don't run, it. so that doesn't work for me. <laughs> <laughs> but it makes sense, you know, sometimes when you're just like, ah, you know, mm-hmm. like, slow down, it's all good, don't have to worry. Yeah. Um, here's, here's an interesting one that I, uh, Maybe you might want to do this in your workplace. <laughs> Maybe. It's set up a thank you tray with hand sanitizer, if you could spare it, and package snacks near your mailbox for your postal workers or your or your coworkers, too. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's basically What's like... What's the hand sanitizer one? It says a, a thank you tray with hand sanitizer. What's that mean? Like a pump, like a station, like a hand sanitizer pump. 
Okay. And thank you for mm-hmm. using hand sanitizer? No. <laughs> I don't understand. For your this this particular example was like for your postal workers, right? So they're at the mailbox, like you put up a little thing like at the mailbox for them. Oh, okay. Yeah. Or which people have been doing through the pandemic, right? But also to like at your workplace, like for your coworkers, like where they're at a common place, like just to kind of it's like this nice little surprise for you people in your office. Because you guys are, you know, we're all trying to stay distance even in an office, but it's just a nice little treat mm-hmm. when they go to the kitchen or when they go to their mailboxes or whatever. Well, I surprise them when I actually show up in the office. <laughs> so that's my surprise. Like a bitch, this is your present. <laughs> yes, right. <laughs> my present I'm back. is your present. Did you miss me? And the look on their face was like, yeah, you didn't. Okay, I'll go back to my office. <laughs> I'll go back to my office. Okay, I get it. Oh, my God. <laughs> anyway. <sighs> and then there's there's just a few other ones that are like, you know, that kind of came across my mind about being in person. Like, be adventurous. Like, have a, um, have a friend set you up on a blind FaceTime date. Oh, my God. Which isn't in person, but... Right. <laughs> But yeah, but it's that's it's just scary. like one other. That's, that's kind of fun though, isn't it? I don't know. I know, right? Like, Anything blind date-ish is scary. Yeah. And I, I would imagine too that if you're on FaceTime, like you probably can't hide your initial reaction when their face pops up. Right. And you can't be like, oh, I have to go to the bathroom and never come back. <laughs> They're like, oh, I got to go. My meter is running. Yeah, right. Um, I guess I should just go because <laughs> yeah. we're done here, right? <laughs> exactly. I don't want to get a ticket because obviously this date wasn't worth 40 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> well, whatever. It's just an idea. <laughs> so if anybody is out there that wants to go be adventurous, I could set you up on a blind date. Just let me know. Don't do it. Do it. Don't Email us do here. Do it. Put a little DM. I've seen Shaylani's blind date options. Whatever. I got friends. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. You got friends, all right, Shaylani. <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> some of the, let me just go through the rest of this list. Some of the other options in person are like a picnic in the park, have a driveway drink with a neighbor. Ooh, this is a good one. This is a good one, Kathy. This is a good one. Watch. Do a dog walk with your friend, like help your friend walk their dog. Mm-hmm. But here's an even better one. So like the other week, Socorro had my really good friend, Socorro. She came by to help me out with some stuff. And she was like, hey, do you think we could go take a walk by the marina? And I was like, yeah, sure. Let's do it. She's like, yeah, because I see there's a lot of Pokemon out there. So she ended Pokemon? Up- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Pokemon Jeez. Go. Oh, my God. People are still playing that. Oh, yeah. I, I, I was surprised, too. But you know what? It's. It's actually, when we did the walk, we probably walked like a couple miles. Didn't even feel like it. Because the whole time she's, okay, like, okay, you're on technology, whatever. Right. But it's like your nice compromise of like, okay, I got my technology fixed, but I'm out there getting out there, getting a walk. I'm talking with my friend. And she's explained to me like, okay, see this monster? And then I can challenge. And then if we go to this hub, then we can like fight monsters. And I was like, okay, what, how old are you, you know? <laughs> yeah. 
but I've known her since we were 12. So of course, like all of a sudden I felt like we're back in junior high Mm -hmm. because she was doing that stuff back then. And I was like, really, yo, Pokemon? (laughs) Anyway. That might be a way to get a date. A Pokemon Go date. Yeah. See, Kathy, you're so smart. (laughs) (laughs) If you don't fall off a cliff first. Well, yeah, you, can't, you know, Marie, you know, don't walk near cliffs. Wasn't Bridges. there some like when it first came out, Pokemon Go was like causing all of these injuries for people because they weren't paying attention to where they were walking? It's like, well, now we know better. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. <laughs> that was just the early stages of That's the true. release. That's true. So, now people know. Anyway, that's all I got. That sounds like a great idea, though. Pokemon Go? Well, walking your dog, you know, helping your friend walk their dog and, yeah. Yeah. Take Just got to be creative. Oh. Think outside of the box. Box. Go outside of the box. Go over here. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to. If you feel like it after you've been in isolation for three days. <laughs> right. Exactly. Oh, crap i gotta go to the grocery store well at least i didn't like resort to having my my groceries delivered that's that was where i drew the line because i don't want nobody touching my fruit Uh Uh my nanners and my apples your nanners (laughs) That's right, people. Don't touch Kathy's manners. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Well, is there anything else to that? No. Oh, my God. I mean, I rambled a lot more than usual. Well, <laughs> it's about time. No, I think those are good points because I think coming up on a new year, there's always that opportunity to start with a clean slate and um, not make resolutions necessarily but to reevaluate and um reassign what's going on in your life and it's always good good way to start at the new year i think so oh that reminded me um you know, part on that same thread about like doing reassessment and not necessarily making a resolution, but maybe a twist on the New Year's resolution is to just um, be thankful for what has happened versus like what you think you're going to be doing Mm -hmm. later. And I came across this, uh, it it might look familiar to you, so don't look too long, Kathy, but um, it's called, it's, uh, you see this? Letters for a year of gratitude. Right. Yeah. And have you seen this before? I don't think so. So it's basically a book of letters that you can write yourself and they have writing prompts. Oh, cool. And I think, yeah. You're writing letters to yourself each day? Yeah. So it's like you're either writing letters to yourself or you can actually send these because they do come out. You know, one of the prompts is thank you for opening my eyes to. Another one is thank you for believing in me when. Thank you well, you make everything more awesome, dot, dot, dot. Thanks for being for me, being there for me when. So it's a mix of like 
writing to yourself and then writing to other people, however mm. you want to do it. Thanks um, for opening up my eyes when they, you totally dissed me and now yeah. you no longer are my friend. <laughs> you can do that too. <laughs> it was a lovely gesture when you dissed me and <laughs> yeah. thank you. For, thank you for doing that for me. <laughs> thank you for doing that for me and giving space back into my life right. for, for something better. Thank you for canceling your holiday party. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway, it's a, uh, you know, 52 letters you could do uh it's, you know, a week, a letter a week. Mm. Just to kind of help push, you know, we need a little bit of pushing every now and then our life is so busy. Yeah. And this is a nice way to kind of force you to get off of the the digital wave and uh onto the analog back onto the analog one at least once a week, you know. It doesn't shouldn't take long to write a letter, right? Yeah. Exactly. So to close this episode out, Shailani, um, two questions. One is, what was one thing in 2021 that either taught you a lesson, impacted you, or like a lesson learned kind of thing? You know, <laughs> I think the the first thing that, there's a lot, but like the first thing that immediately comes to mind is this idea of... Um, learning more about myself and specifically recognizing boundaries just because of a whole slew of experiences earlier on in the year. <laughs> I know you heard a lot about mm-hmm. <laughs> as well. Um, it just made me realize like, you know, where your where my limits are and this idea of what does it mean to overextend? And there's nothing wrong with overextending, but in, it's not sustainable to, to do it. So you do have to kind of like re- reel yourself back in mm-hmm. um, but I would say, yeah. And I think like particularly in the areas of like personal relationships, like that whole side, friendship set aside, but just, you know, mm-hmm. the whole trying to meet somebody new during a pandemic and how do you navigate that? And yeah, I just, I learned a lot. I mean, as we all do, right. In, in relationships that are like that, we always learn a little bit more about ourselves each time. Yeah. And it wasn't bad. It's just like, oh, hmm. <laughs> it's in my face a little more than it normally is. <laughs> mm-hmm. So what is your you? vision for 2022? So the vision for 2022 is to just be more conscious of that. Um, and before, even though it's good to say yes or be open to exploring things more than saying no and shutting them down immediately. Um, now I have like this extra, not a filter, but like a tool or like a, a thing to think about to add to my list of considerations. Um, before I decide, you know what it is, I'm going to spend my, spend my time and energy doing. Um, but I don't know, that's probably the biggest thing, just because there was so much change going on professionally, um, and personally last year, mm-hmm. um, 2022, I think is going to just need to be the year of like, all right, we've kind of cleaned things out, and we're going to let the dust settle a little bit, and then we can keep moving forward. Because right now it's hella pig pen. Like there's just like so many pen. <laughs> Yeah, you know, Charlie Brown pink pen. Yeah, I do, with all the dust around you. Yeah. I love him. He's so cute. <laughs> what about you? Uh, 2021 showed me kind of similar to what you had said as far as setting boundaries and yeah. making sure the time that I'm spending is quality, with either with myself or others. And to experience more, have more experiences in life. Mm -hmm. 
like do more things, go places. Because I do like to travel. I do like to go places. And, you know, I went a couple of places this year. It wasn't huge. Um, I'm itching to get back to Canada. So hopefully that's my goal in 2022. And I'd love to visit Portugal. So and grow personally and creatively, you know, definitely expand on the magazine and continue doing the podcast. And, you know, the big thing for me for 2022 is a symposium that I want to organize for women podcasters. It's on the down low, so don't tell anybody. (laughs) So hopefully that will happen organically and um, without too many challenges. So um, that's my big creative project for next year. Yeah, put it out there in the universe. Like just say it and speak it. Like I know a lot of the times when we're doing our planning, we don't want to say too much or share these things, these plans that we have. Mm -hmm. Um, We keep it inside and that is kind of doing it a little bit of a disservice, right? It's like, you, you got to get it out there because the more you say it, the more real it becomes. There's so much in our head yeah. that, you know, it's let's make it a little bit more real, even if it's just spoken. Yeah. Um, so I'm excited. So Canada, Portugal, Symposium. Mm-hmm. Yes. The year to do it, KK. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's right. 2022 is the year of doing it. And doing it, and doing it, and doing it. Doing it again. (laughs) (laughs) We should have put that on the button. (laughs) Like we didn't know. Yeah, I don't have that necessarily, but I do have this. So don't stop doing what you're doing. Don't stop. Stop the planet rock. Yeah. Well, here's to the end of one year and beginning of another. And best wishes, good luck, get it done, kick ass, whatever you need to hear for 2022. Work it out. Yeah. Well, thank you, Shaylani, and thanks for all the information. Thanks for chatting with me always. We'll see you next year. (laughs) Yes. Next year, it's like, what, it's around the corner? We're real, real? Like three weeks. Yeah, two weeks. Dang. Mm-hmm. I know. Crazy. I can't get over it. Sorry. Yeah. And all our listeners have a wonderful holiday season and happy new year. And we'll be safe. See you on the other side. See you on the flip side, y'all. Wiki, wiki. Thank you for listening to Women Who Sarcast, an independent podcast. We welcome and encourage your snarky comments. Contact us at womenwhosarcast at yahoo.com and follow us on social media at womenwhosarcast. Support us on Patreon and become part of our sarcastic community. Visit us on patreon.com backslash womenwhosarcast. Show music provided by Mike Imbasiani.